I told she you. hasn't seen it. I to- why are you surprised? I just told you she's missed the majority of like this. Or oh my god, the I heck think, it! I think I the- wouldn't even let her watch it unless she watched all the other ones. Oh my god. <laughs> Welcome to episode 51. This episode 2 is going to be talking about Amazon up in your business, Movie Pass wants pick for pick, and Smallville becomes sexville. I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. Anton, how's your week been? Not bad. Just pretty much work, but uh, I think it was just leading up to the Avengers Infinity War. Ooh, yeah, which uh, this episode will be... Avengers free, but we will be coming up with one. Uh, it's it's in its own episode, so you know that way people don't accidentally listen to spoilers. Yeah, so be warned if you're actually listening to this one that there is no spoilers. So you got to go to the other episode. <laughs> be warned that there's no thing. There's nothing to be warned about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I had a busy week. Uh, you you had me a little concerned though. Uh, before we start, I, I kind of want to ask you, what was that weird text you were sending me uh, a couple days ago? Which one? I send you weird texts all the time. Yeah, this is more weird than usual. Uh, you were asking about a cat? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, you know, like, at well, I don't know if it's my house anymore. It's my parents because, you know, I can't really say that I live there anymore. So, yeah, at my parents' place, which is right across from where you live there's a little crawl space in between like uh, um the two roofs that i have it's kind of like a little slope it, it seems like there's a couple of pussy cats that got into there and they, they started living there oh I, I did you mean to send me a picture with that because okay and i'm just gonna go through the text really quick uh this is you do you know whose cats these are they keep crawling up into the roof area of the house had to call animal control I just sent a question mark. You put, in our neighborhood, the cat brought two others into the crawl space that was enclosed. Anyways, you text me? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there was like no context, no explanation. I'm like, am I missing something here? Or is Anton just tripping on something? No, because, you know, your house, you're, 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 you're pretty much a pussy magnet at your house. That's separate. <laughs> no but like you didn't say at my parents house i'm like it's like I'm like dude like did you mean to send this like to a neighbor of yours or something or like what i don't know that just confused me <laughs> so i don't know uh i know there's a lot of cats in the area i don't know if they belong to you anymore but no uh, just in general dude i don't know what happened to our neighborhood but there's a lot of cats not just like on our street but like i'm seeing them like all over like the the larger block area are they taking over southern california or what no, you know what? Because you know at our high school they have a farm. Uh-huh. Uh, I think it's because, you know, a lot of field mice. So I, they just naturally attracted the cats over time. Oh, really? And then there's wild bunnies here now. Oh, yeah. They they started sprouting it all over the, the, the neighborhood. Yeah. So I think the bunnies combined with the, with the field mice or field rats, whatever you want to call them, that just cat breeding ground. So what are the bunnies eating? Uh, grass. That's how I usually see them munching on in my neighborhood. Just the... oh, so that's why they're always high and everything. Yep, yep. Just you know, stoner, stoner bunnies. Yep, that's uh the Westminster neighborhood. It has me a little concerned though, because my cat, <laughs> instead of chasing the bunnies, she just chills next to them. I don't think she knows what a bunny is. I'm guessing it's not food. 
<laughs> she's like, ah, it's some. You're like, she's like, I don't want to chase you. You don't want to be chased. We're cool. We'll just chill yeah. here. Yep. All right. All right, Anton. Reading into some news. Yes. So let's start. Anton, did you hear Amazon's latest venture? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised, but uh, what is it? Now, because they have, you know, they have Amazon obviously delivered to your house. They've tried. Are they still doing the drone delivery or what, or did they stop at that already? I think they're still testing that in certain areas like, you know, college, but I don't right. know. And then they start doing the Amazon, like, will they actually walk into your house, deliver the package? Uh-huh. And then Amazon Now. Their next step is they'll deliver it right into your car. Uh, I think you're getting it mixed up a little bit. No, they're going to deliver stuff into your car. No, no, I know that. But Amazon Now has yeah. been around for like a year. Well, I'm saying I'm not, I didn't mean to go in chronological order. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I heard about that. So uh, is it uh, every single car or how does that work? No, it's a specific brands. Uh, I saw like Lincoln... Uh, there's like American brands. Get in my Lincoln. I Lincoln. think it's a good commercial for uh, McConaughey. You know, Mac- yeah, McConaughey. In <laughs> uh, like no. uh, uh, Amazon, uh, dude. I think it would be a really good um, Super Bowl commercial for What's Amazon that? and uh, Lincoln to you know team up oh. for that. Oh, how cool would it be if like somebody like they actually put like a, a hidden camera? And then, like, an Amazon Now person, or not Amazon Now, but, like, Amazon uh, person delivering into somebody's car, and it turns out McConaughey's in the car. Yeah, he's like, get in my Lincoln. And that's how McConaughey gets in trouble. Yeah. No, so, it's, <laughs> <laughs> this is for cars that, I think, like, Lincoln and other American brands, they come preset with a year of uh, OnStar. Uh-huh. So, like, that's how Amazon's going to use to get into your car. Uh, they're going to get, you know, once they once they see your car, clearly it's for parking lot, not, like, on the freeway. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll contact OnStar. OnStar will unlock the car. The person will deliver the package into your car and lock it. And they said it's going to use similar technology to what they use for the Amazon in-home delivery. Yeah, and it, it kind of makes sense too. You know, uh, you can show where your car is. They mm-hmm. can locate it. They can locate the license plate. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I work in an office, and I really don't mind having stuff delivered to our mailroom and stuff like that. But I can see that for, like, if you're working in a place or you're at school, and you really, you know, you don't want to have it delivered to your house or you don't want to have it delivered to your your work's office, uh, mail office. Yeah, it works. Yeah. I mean, if it's something that I don't mind having in my car out in the sun all day. Yes, then, exactly. Uh, yes. But if it's, like, you know, something that can heat up in the scorching hot sun in Southern California, then I'd rather not. Yeah, that's so yeah. no so no no more chocolates in the car. Well, you can chug it. You still chug the chocolate. Yeah, melted chocolate. Or, or what if I'm at the gym and I'm like, oh shoot, I didn't get my I didn't bring my protein, or I'm out of protein at home. Just have it delivered into my car. Yeah, there you go. Because if you're going to the gym, chances are you're lazy about everything else. Yeah. So <laughs> have you ever tried Amazon Now service at all? I've tried a couple times, uh, especially times where I've forgotten my headphones and I'm at work. Mm-hmm. And I'm I, the thing is, the stuff that's on Amazon now, it's a little bit more pricey, slightly more, and that's what kind of bothered me. Yeah, they they add like an extra five to ten bucks on some of the stuff that I've seen that I needed. 
But uh, I guess that kind of compensates for the person not getting tip. True. Yeah, because like you have the option not to tip at all. I mean, I feel bad not tipping, yeah. so I have to tip. Just a tip, bro. Just a tip. Yeah, just a little tip. Um, yeah, no, I've, and the thing too is it's not the same stuff available that is on Amazon. So it's, it's like the headphones I was seeing, they were either really good expensive ones mm-hmm. or very cheap like ones that I wouldn't even pay a buck for. So I was yeah, kinda like I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, so I was kind of like, I, I, I'm good. I'll just borrow, like, I'll just go to my coworker and see if I can borrow their headphones. <laughs> there was this time where I uh, found this really good deal online, where uh, it was like ninety eight percent off on everything that was on the website. Mm-hmm. So I bought these headphones, more like earbuds, uh, kind of like the Skull Candy ones. Okay. So I bought like uh, thirty dollars worth of them. So I. Got, I got like 10 of them. So I just leave like five here, five there. And the sound quality isn't that great. But it was, you know, decent enough where I needed a a, head, a pair of headphones. I would have them. But yeah. uh, that, that, that was like five years ago. I don't even know where they are. <laughs> yeah, no, I bought a cheap pair of Sony headphones at the airport. Uh, what was it? I think I was coming back from, oh, Colorado when I went to the Great American Computer great american oh, was it festival. a best buy kiosk yes and the funny thing is there it was a best buy kiosk right in front of a sony store uh-huh. so i was <laughs> I, you know me i like to do my research i was literally going back and forth between the the, the best buy kiosk and the store comparing like the similar headphones hey you know what though the, the cool thing is I, i've seen on the side of the screen it said uh, that you can price match so you can buy whatever it is and then you can send them email later and showing them proof that you know that, that it's cheaper mm-hmm. they will send you a refund of however much to match that price oh okay that's cool let me say what what if it's cheaper in their own store <laughs> than it is i in know case? right there's another bit of news and this is kind of a up-to-date because we're well, not up-to-date breaking news because i got the mm-hmm. email this morning for movie pass okay they, what about movie pass they are going to be switching it up, and I know we talked about it with Josias about how they're kind of cracking down on those that are abusing the system. Mm-hmm. So now MoviePass is changing up what their requirement is. Now, when after you buy your ticket, they want you to send a picture of the ticket. Damn it. I was going to tell you about that, but I guess uh, you live in California, too. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> they're only doing this in California because I haven't got this email yet on the East Coast. Uh yeah, it was just it was just this morning, and they were saying in the upcoming days. So they, I don't think they've they've broken out. I think they're just sending out the confirmations. Yeah. So this is gonna be a little bit interesting because you know people lose tickets. I've done it. I mean, like I usually keep it in my pocket, but I mean sometimes it falls out or something. So. So um, uh, the thing I'm trying to clarify right now is, uh, do you take a picture before you buy the next movie ticket, or do you take it uh, uh when you buy it? You have to. So you you can do it right after you buy your ticket, but mm-hmm. you have up until the next time you buy you you're about to use it, using a pass. So mm-hmm. you can't you you can't use it to buy another pass until you've already sent them the ticket of the sent them a picture of the ticket for your last movie. Okay, that, that's kind of uh, better for them to make sure that you're mm-hmm. doing what you're supposed to do because I think the whole reason why this is even in effect right now is they. 
they're they know that a lot of people are not using the funds from these credit cards for movie tickets. I think what a lot of people are doing is they're using it, you know, for meals, for pretty much uh, uh, purchases and stuff under five dollars or yeah. ten dollars. Yeah, they just see Mastercard on the card, and it's a credit card or debit card, so they don't see the difference. Yeah, exactly. And you, you just type in your zip code, and bam, you 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 got funds to use. So yeah. I think that's the reason why they're cracking down on it. I think I don't think it's because of you know uh, people uh, abusing it with uh, you know watching other movies or anything. I don't think they care much about that. I think they care about people abusing it to buy buy things. Well, partially because remember, Josiah's mentioned that they that the theater he works at got, has gotten um, emails from MoviePass saying, "Do not try to upsell to MoviePass people." Mm-hmm. like saying like so I'm, I'm wondering if they're trying to make sure that people aren't paying the difference for 3d or imax mm-hmm. so i think that one of that's part of it too but yeah i i can tell movie pass is trying to i think they're seeing how much money they're they're pumping out too quickly than they're expecting mm-hmm. so they're trying to crack down on you know how fast it's being uh drained yeah and not not only that but uh movie pass changed their whole you know plan module it, like the whole plan yeah. like you can't get uh, unlimited movies anymore now you're limited to four movies and also you you get the uh, three months of iheart radio yeah at first i mean when, when we talked about it two weeks ago it was yeah it was promo it was put as a promotion but based on the stuff that the ceo of movie pass has been saying it's it's that's going to be their new structure they don't they're not going to be offering you know everyday movies yeah so we're we're in the legacy accounts yeah we're in the legacy accounts until uh it uh they change expires no no i think uh they're not gonna keep going with our account they're just gonna keep going until our uh contracts up because i paid for a whole entire year that's the thing i'm month to month you're month to month yeah yeah i don't know if they're gonna change that but uh hopefully they're not that or I wonder if they're gonna like they're gonna try to find excuses to get people off those plans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder what it says in the policies when we agree to it. <laughs> they said we make our own rules. Good luck. <laughs> no, but right. I like I like that they're doing this before the summer movies started coming out because this is when people yeah. are gonna really take advantage of it. Yeah, and I think that's probably the reason why they limited it so much. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Anton. Uh, other piece of news. Your favorite show on Amazon has just gotten renewed for season two. And it's one of the new shows. Is it The Tick? No. This is so new, it's not even out yet. Okay. Oh! Uh, Oh! Oh! Is it Jack Ryan? Yes, it is. Nice. Uh, Amazon has uh, trying to keep uh, John Krasinski locked down for season two. The show's not even out. Uh, the I guess the executive screen season one. They're like, we love it. Uh, we know John Krasinski is going to probably be really, really popular after A Quiet Place. Yeah. So let's kind of squeeze ourselves into his contra- into his calendar. I think that's the smartest idea from Amazon to do that. But it's just so funny. Like usually shows like networks will let a show be out for a month before they announce that it's going to be canceled or renewed. But yeah. I mean, this is like four months yeah four months before the show comes out and they're already renewing it yeah well they have to uh you know like you said it kind of makes sense to catch the hottest actors 
to be in a committed show for a certain amount of time. Because, I mean, if their contract is only for one season and they're so popular, it's going to cost a lot more for the, uh, the, the, the companies to pay out these uh, actors. Mm-hmm. A good example would be Bobby Millie Brown. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know. She's kind of she's kind of getting on my nerves a little bit. Why is she a little too? Uh... She's too much of a diva now. <laughs> have you seen her? Have you seen her like stuff like on? Oh, I guess yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she's like memes now. <laughs> I th- I think she's she's a fun kid having a, a good time. I mean, I but... I'd be the same way too if I was like that young and like we and like, had that much popularity, mm-hmm. like as showbiz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I understand it, but still, still annoys me to some extent. I think uh, Netflix also did a little like short teaser uh, on 420. Well, about 420, where uh, Stranger Things uh, cast was being brought together to start uh, doing a table reads. Oh, I love when they do these because like you, you don't get that much context, but you get to see like their their excitement or the people's reaction to the rooms. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Was this a private uh, a reading or was it private reading? So okay. uh, they only like did like uh, about a minute and a half of what it looks like to be in that room, but mm-hmm. uh, that's pretty much it. And I think they start shooting very soon. Okay, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I've seen those for The Simpsons. Uh, what was the other one? Dang, I can't remember off the top of my head. I think like uh, oh, it was a uh, Supernatural. Mm-hmm. So I just love when like they do the table reads because then they also get a they'll try to sneak in some of the guest stars or maybe returning characters into that room, yeah. But they won't announce it. <laughs> so he, he, uh, I have a question. Yeah, uh, you're a big fan of Supernatural, right? Yeah. What what is up with uh, that show and the Scooby Doo mashup? Oh, uh, it's been a long time uh, joke. Because and it's funny because around season nine, uh-huh. no, season eight, season nine, they kind of started making fun of themselves because they, the thing about the show is they do really good research on the legends or mythical creatures that they're they're going to include in the episode. Mm-hmm. But I think to some extent they run out of like the biggest baddest monsters, and then they kind of start making fun of themselves. Like they they had an episode where. They went to an alternate dimension where their life wasn't real. It was a TV show. <laughs> so literally the, the whole episode is them going through the, the supernatural uh, stage and studio mm-hmm. and the studio uh, lot. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. So, but like, yeah, the whole Scooby-Doo thing, this is, that's just like a joke, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. that's what they do. They just drive around solving mystery, paranormal mysteries. Oh. <laughs> So, it, it would be pretty cool though to even see there's like a, a comic book mashup or uh, an actual episode of that uh th- they do comic books too um mm-hmm. oh and there's there's another thing too the kind of an inside reference to themselves there was an episode where they found out that somebody like us i guess it was like he was like a psychic i can't remember off the top of my head uh he was channeling their lives and writing novels so in the show, they discovered the writer of supernat the supernatural novels, <laughs> and then like wow. he like they kind of made fun of their own fan base because they're two brothers. Mm-hmm. But in the show, there's like, oh yeah, 
um, there's like these fans that like, oh, they want to their team. Uh, they're both their names are Dean and damn it, was it? Damn it, I can't remember off the top of my head. But like, say like the one of the brothers named Dean. Oh, Sam, Sam and Dean. I was like, oh, Team Sam, Team Dean. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what's the start? What's Team Smeen? Oh, um, is that girls that like both of us? No, it's girls that like you two together. <laughs> and they're like, we're, we're, they know we're brothers, right? I don't think they care. <laughs> so like, they kind of make fun of their own fans too and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a, it's so, a fun show, dude. It's a fun show. You got to check it out. Yeah. I'm probably going to... That's what I've been waiting for, but the seasons keep going. I just want to binge watch the whole entire thing, you know? Oh, yeah. They're like, I'm thinking, what, season 14 or something like that? Yeah. That's crazy. No, it, yeah. yeah. I mean, they've gone through the apocalypse a couple of times, so I don't know how they keep topping themselves. I was going to go to the next one, but... That's fine. Finish. That's fine. <laughs> I, can <talk> about, <laughs> I can talk about Supernatural all day, so no, cut me off. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because we're, we're talking about a CW show, so uh, I, I think there was some other news, too, about another show on CW. Former show. Oh, former uh, show. Okay. Yeah, so you you saw that I was watching Smallville. Like That was like one of my rewatches, because I used to watch it back when it was on TV and around season yeah, you, you, four you or five. you watched that show religiously. So. Yeah, I used to, and then around like season four or five, which I think when we started uh, college... That's when I lost track of it, and then I tried to get back into it, but by that point, it was already too too far gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now I'm kind of I started watching it, and then I see an article in Variety this week. Uh, Chloe Sol or Allison Mack, who played one of the main characters on Smallville for pretty much the entire run of the show, yeah, has been arrested for sex trafficking. Oh yeah, it had something to do with uh, some type of college thing. Uh, kind of. So it's a it was a self help uh, as a self help program uh-huh. that was like it's supposed to help w- women become empowered, believe in themselves, kind of like the motivational stuff. Mm-hmm. But it was structured as a pyramid scheme. So you know you'd kind of bring people in, and they take a, the first entry courses, and then the higher up you get, the more money you have to pay for the course, or you get kind of like discounts by bringing more people in. And then I guess there was kind of like a sex cult embedded into that program where mm-hmm. the he- the person that was in charge of the entire program, um, he would have women recruit other women for like to become sex slaves. Oh, my God. So that's kind what like she 50 shades of gray sex slaves. Uh, well, they could no. set themselves, though. So that's different. No, that's the, that's the thing. It's kind of like brainwashing to some extent. Yeah. But be, so that's what the that's what uh Allison Mack did was she got up to one of the higher levels, got close to one of the people in the person in charge, and so she brought in other women and convinced them to like become this guy's sex slave to the point where like the guy was like branding them with tattoos around their hips and stuff like that. So yeah, like so she got arrested for sex trafficking because technically she sold people to him cuz she was getting some sort of monetary incentive and was, you know, she she was trading them for sex. Sex and money exchange hands in somewhere in one form or another. Yeah, so my question is, when did this all happen? This has been going on for like or th- this barely happened. 
but I don't know how long she was in that program for. Yeah, so I'm guessing she had nothing else to do. No more acting. And that's what's kind of I wanted to look up, but I didn't really see what she's been up to. Mm-hmm. But maybe, maybe she just got into like the whole like I want to, I want to improve myself as a human being, and got roped up into the sex cult. That's so weird. All right, yeah. moving on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to transition out of that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh yeah. So uh I think we're going to be talking about it because uh, uh you know what? Let's let's get into streaming. Okay. Let's stream let's stream it up. That makes sense. Stream it up. <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> Downstream. Right, so, let's downstream what, it. Yeah. <laughs> so, what have you been streaming this week? So, you know how last episode we talked about our watch list or to do list, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. I managed to knock out two things on my list. I watched Game Over Man right after we finished recording because I was I couldn't fall asleep and I was like, I don't mind falling asleep to this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, what what do you think about it? Uh, so Game Over Man starting. Well, I'm gonna go. Just go. Sorry, the the workaholics. Uh, Adam Devine. Yeah, Adam De- Devine or Divine. I don't know. Dev Adam D. Adam um, D. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Game Over Man follows three hotel clean cleaning maids. All right. Is that the proper term for them? Maids. Uh, not a term for the guys, but okay. Well, you gotta be equal, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it follows three uh, housekeepers. There you go, housekeepers, hotel yeah, housekeepers. I, I think I think that's the better term House- than yeah. uh, housemates. That whatever works. Uh, so there's a there's a billionaire having a party in the hotel, and then some terrorists break into the hotel and hold everybody in the rooftop hostage, and for some damn reason. These two housekeepers decide to take it upon themselves to save the day. God damn, this is a terrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a TV show at first because I, uh, you know it looks sh- like something that 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 could be a while, you know. Yeah, it's one of those things like, dude, like they ha- these guys had to have write this movie while high, or they wrote this when they were in high school. Because it's it's just so bad and it's so predictable, and the only real reason I I kept watching it was because they kept dropping celebrities into the mix. So we mentioned that like you know of course Shaggy Shaggy he makes an appearance. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see here. Let me try to go through the list. Uh, Stevo was in it. Uh, Donald uh, Faison, the black guy from Scrubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fred Emerson. There's one so, so it's got a pretty good cast of C movie actors. That's the thing. Like, it's not even that they were a cast. They were just kind of dropped in there as the cameos. Because they play themselves. And I think they... I don't know. I, I really don't know how to explain it. They, they, they were name dropped. I guess is the best thing to put it. And that's the only <laughs> thing that kept me into and kept me in on the whole movie. I would say probably about 45 minutes I was ready to put it down. But then I was like, well... They've been they've been teasing this uh I would say the this ending or solution, I would say. They've been teasing the solution for the past forty five minutes. 
Might as well stick around to see how it looks. All right, so overall, yes or nay to recommendations of watching this movie? If you like Workaholics, you'll like this movie. I barely stuck around. If I didn't stick around, I would have given it a one. But since I stuck around, I guess I'll give it a two out of five. Okay. I think that's all we need to know. <laughs> because, I mean, the the trailer looks like it's fun. But, uh, you know, didn't really hear a whole lot of people talking about it online. Yeah, and I mean, I'll put it this way. There's a, there's about a five to eight minute scene of uh, Adam Devine or Divine, whatever you want to call him. Uh, pan- pan- pantsless. Oh my god! And that's then that that was the joke. Like the, that that was the the payoff joke was, uh, him asking his friends, "Did you look at my ass? Why did you look at my ass? What did you think of my ass?" <laughs> See, I I think uh, Adam D, <laughs> I think Adam D is pretty funny, but I think he needs to really choose his roles wisely, because he. It's still there in the limelight, mm-hmm. but I think the roles that he's picking, he's just picking whatever he can to, you know, fill his void at the moment for films. I really think he did this to just be with his with his homies again. Yeah, his, his old pals. Because yeah, like the, I mean, if if he chooses movies like when we first met, where he's still the comedy, but to some extent he's kind of a uh, re- uh, reeled in a little bit. That's mm-hmm. fine. But this point is just too much over the top. It, yeah, no. Uh, uh, pass. <laughs> okay. So you've been talking about Lost in Space for quite some time now. Probably at least five or six episodes we've been talking about it. This is a total polar opposite of of Game Over, man. Like this movie, this movie, this show has me sucked in, dude. And I'm trying to pace myself. Okay. Because there's just so much going on, and it it dude, you'll love it. I don't know how to, what else to say about like that point. Um, okay, so how would you compare it to the movie or movies uh, in the past? So, no, that it was one movie, and then there was the the TV the TV series from the fifties, I think fifties yeah, or sixties TV series. Yeah, that's uh, what I meant. Sure, that that's what I meant. So it's it's the same general plot line. Except, since it's a TV show, they're managed to extend it a little bit longer. And they're actually mm-hmm. able to develop the story, establish the characters. Um, pretty much the first episode is them escaping, like, them having to crash land on a planet. And then, slowly but surely, throughout the first episode, they start revealing what led to them having to crash land. How did they get to where they were? Uh, they slowly start to introduce the 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 robot, and then there's and then as the episodes go on, they start introducing more complex characters that are have level of deception after level of deception. At one point, you had one deceptive character deceiving another deceptive character. Hmm. Wow. So deceptive. It's, it, it's a deception. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so deception. Wait, no, that deception. doesn't make sense. Well, okay, so, and I, I'm kind of curious because I know you took some some film classes. I've only taken, I think one. I only took one one film appreciation class. Okay. Uh, how did they they define to you the difference between surprise and suspense? 
surprise is when you're like, <gasps> and then suspense is like at the edge of the seat, trying to figure out what's going on next. Okay, but like, in, in, if you were to describe it in a scene. Uh, okay, so uh, surprise is in like uh, something that f- was foreshadowing at the very beginning, but then you didn't really expect it to, to see it at that scene. And okay. then suspense would be like something that you know is going to happen, and it's about to happen, and it does happen. Okay, so similar along the lines of how it's hot. So for me, that was explained to me this way. Uh, imagine two guys in one cup. Well, I think we, I think we, I think we took different classes then. Uh, the way it explained to me is: imagine two guys having a tense stare off. One is, say, a mob boss. The other one is an undercover cop. There's uh-huh. a couple of guys behind them with guns. They're having an intense stare down. You know, one of them makes a makes an offer. The other one stares at him, and then everybody blows up. Nice. That's that's surprise. But then, yeah. exact same scene. At the beginning of the scene, you see a bomb under the table. the 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 camera pans to show the audience a bomb on the table. The characters are still oblivious about the bomb, so the audience knows it's there. The characters mm-hmm. don't know it's there. And then it blows up. Kind of reminds me of uh, that movie I watched a while back called The Savages. Was it Savage? Is it called Savage? I don't know. It's the one with uh, that uh, guy from John Carter and uh, Friday Night Lights. Uh, I, I, I can picture his face, but I can't. Yeah, but I, I think it's kind of similar to that scene, too, where uh, you, you see the whole thing play out. And then all of a sudden... He's kind of saying, oh, but that's not actually what happened. And it rewinds and it's totally different. But in this case, it's just showing you how the bomb happened. Well, it's showing you the bomb so the audience is aware that the bomb, the, there's a bomb in the room. Mm-hmm. And the people, and so the, the audience is kind of left hanging saying, are they going to get out of the room in time? Are they going to notice the bomb? Stuff like that. More. So the suspense. Bo- yeah, that's suspense. And yeah. this is what the show is doing. Like you, they start showing you how shady one person or the like this other person is and then they introduce them to the characters you do like and those characters are just oblivious and it's it makes you cringe so much but i love it mm-hmm. so i really hope the show gets renewed i think there's only 10 episodes eight to ten episodes yeah, yeah. so i'm only on episode five uh i might check out another one before i crash tonight but dude yeah you need to you need to get cracking on that one yeah, I'll probably watch that tonight actually before I go to sleep. But uh, I think if I do watch it, I probably won't sleep at all because I'll probably be binge watching it, which is a bad thing. But uh, we'll I, see. I, it does happen. I, I binge watched. The, I mean, I, I watched two episodes in a row. The first two episodes in a row without realizing it. <laughs> it. It really transitioned into the next episode without me realizing it. Yeah, don't don't you love that feature of Netflix where it just plays the next episode after a certain amount of seconds? To see the thing is with the, <laughs> it's like uh, you know usually you would you would uh, click to the next episode or something, but this one it's just like hey watch more. It's okay. It's starting in uh, fifteen seconds. Don't it's, press anything. It's it's your drug dealer. It's okay. Just just another little just another little hit. Come on. Yeah. Don't don't be a yeah. wimp. Just one more hit. Yeah. You don't have to turn this off right now. Yeah. No. You got nothing no. else to do. Come on. No. Just one more. <laughs> no, I'm saying like it, it does that with normal shows, but when it's a Netflix original, it knows when the intro is. It knows 
like it, it's probably told the people that filmed it hey we need you to do this and this for the intro so they can just netflix just edits the intro out after it knows you've seen it once yeah but sometimes you kind of like looking at the intro like stranger things intro is kind of cool mm-hmm. or the daredevil one's kind of cool oh that I'm not such a big fan of the Jessica Jones one, though. But no, but yeah. Mar- Marvel Marvel did a great job with their intros for the their Netflix originals. Oh yeah, amazing. Um, but anyways, are you big of Sanrio characters growing up? Um, all I know is Hello Kitty and that one black penguin or bird. Whatever it was, Batsmaru. Yeah, Batsmaru. There you go. That's yeah, my boy. Batsmaru. Yeah. So, <laughs> I I don't know if this is a new character, but they have a red panda character. And the, the character is, I don't know if that's the name of it, but the show's name is Aretsuko. Oh! It's on Netflix. And uh, it's about a, uh, basically an anime about a red panda who hates her office job so much that she sings metal karaoke after work as an outlet for her anger and it, it's pretty funny yeah i've heard about this um also i've heard that they're really happy that netflix is putting like tv ratings on their episodes now like you know yeah. pg nc 17 that this one is really deceptive it's more adult related themes uh-huh so at first look you would think maybe it's a kid's show uh, but i guess it's, it gets really dark or, yeah, or, it's, it's very dark. And I'm I'm really surprised that Sanrio is really going in this direction. And I think it really hits the right type of target too because it's more of the weird and gritty and totally different direction where people are more interested in. Like uh, uh that egg character called Gudatama. Oh, that was Eggy. You just call him Eggy? Well, yeah. I think a lot of people call him Eggy, actually. <laughs> I don't think you're the only person. Um, but yeah, uh, Gudetama is such a laid-back character. It's just a egg yolk that's just lazy. Is, is, does, does he like to spend his free time laying on a hot skillet? Yeah, that's all he does. Huh, happens. There's a, there's a restaurant in Taiwan that's dedicated to just making uh, Gudetama dishes. Oh my god. Of course there is. <laughs> oh no, they have one in California. It's in Cerritos. You gotta look it up. What? What's it called? Yeah. I don't know. Just type in Gudatama restaurant and okay. you'll find it. Okay, you'll have and to And they say- basically would make like uh different dishes with uh Gudatama um like eyes and mouth and everything. So is it almost like those people that do like the pancake art? Like they yeah, get a squeeze. Kind of like that, but this is an actual restaurant that you can go to Look at the menu and order stuff. Okay, you'll have to text me the spelling of it because I think I'll butcher it if I try to type it out. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so okay, so the stuff with Sanrio, what is that an older company or did it start around the time we were in junior high? Oh, it started way before. It is like okay. 80s, like uh, bef- probably even longer because uh, I think Sanrio came out long time ago before hello kitty came out i think hello kitty is just one of their uh biggest brands because it's just everywhere yeah no i was just wondering if like they know 
that their that their main demographic is older now, and that's why they came up with this new character with this type of this type no, of thing. They, uh, they got to a point where they need to go back to the drawing board to um, get more people interested in their brand and their characters because. A lot of the characters are only good for a certain amount of time. Like, you know, in the 90s, it was Kuropi that was really popular. Pachaco, uh, Chaco Cat. Um, oh, Chaco Cat. I remember that one. Yeah, yeah. And all these characters are more popular during that time. And the times go on, they don't do that much stuff with it because Hello Kitty is still pretty much like the top character of all of the Sanrio characters. So I guess, you know, they, they always have to come out with something new to catch other people's uh, attention. Like, uh, there was a time where um, my fiancé was really into Cinema Roll, which is uh, a bunch of these, like, little... Um, uh, kind of like si- angel characters, but, like, with, like, uh, bunnies and stuff. And one of the bunnies' name is Melody. Oh, uh, is, it, are they, is it just, like, really, like, super cutesy? cutesy? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. And then uh, Rilakkuma and Korakuma was uh, like these teddy bears. They're popular too. And then, yeah, I think it's just through phases where, you know, they try to get uh, new people interested in little characters. But uh, I, I guess that's what Sanrio is all about. I don't know. All right. I'm still, I, all I'm going to say is I'm still traumatized from Sanrio stores when, when mm-hmm. we were in, like, in high school. Uh, yeah. They were super expensive. Oh yeah, of course. Like five that, that's for... where they make all their money, and I don't think they uh, pay their employees that well either. Probably not. It's like five bucks for like a gel pen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, we we had a friend that worked there, and even she doesn't even get discount. Wow. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. Anyways, enough of Sanrio stuff. Let's get into movies. Well, the only movie we're really talking about today is uh, Avengers Inf- Infinity War. Let's just go into our thoughts of it. No spoilers, just okay. a little review, and then we'll probably do our own uh, episode of spoilers. I don't even know where to begin. It's just, I'm trying not to spoil anything. The, the Russo brothers have said, do not go into this movie with expectations. And God damn it, they're right. Because everybody... Uh, why are you spoiling stuff right now? <laughs> why, do you, okay, fine. You go. You go. You go. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, let's just go to what we thought of the movie, but more of more of how we liked it or we didn't like it. Let's start with that. Okay. Uh, the thing, I'll start with things I didn't like. Um. Okay. There were points where the CGI was a little bit too CGI-ish. Uh-huh. Uh, more specifically, uh, a, a certain character in space trying to break into a spaceship. He looked a little bit too animated. I think we'll talk about that during uh, spoilers. Yeah, I don't want <laughs> to say who, but I'm saying like the CGI like that, at that point, looked kind of, kind of weird. Um, there is what, like, I mean, overall, great. It's like almost a, what it's two and a half hour movie just over two and a half hours yeah so let's keep it simple did you like the movie yes okay so going into the movie (laughs) with low expectations did you have low expectations or did you go in there with like 
Because you said the Russo brothers said go in with low expectations. So what did no, you with, end up with, doing? With, with no expectations. They said go in there with no expectations. Okay. Did you have expectations or you didn't have any expectations? Uh, I try to go in there with no expectations because I mean, and this goes back to what we talked about before about you try to get more information, as much information as you can before something comes out. Mm-hmm. I generally just like watch a trailer or two, and then I limit myself because I don't I don't dig any deeper. Because chances are it's either going to spoil it for me or it's going to be terribly wrong and it's not going to be it's not going to do anything good for me. Okay, for me. I went in with really low expectations. I tried not to watch the last trailer that they had because I I know it it kind of pushed more of the storyline that in the last trailer. Oh, I thought you did so, try to check it out. No, I I didn't watch the last trailer. Oh, okay. So uh, thank God I didn't watch the last trailer. Yeah, I really really liked this movie. There was a lot of moments where I thought that you know, uh, that I was gonna. I'm not going to get into details, but uh, yeah, and that's and that's the thing, and that's why when when we left or when yeah when I left the theater, the first thing I did was just just texted our group chat, our our summer movie chat, and just put uh, the emoji, the F? yeah, what 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 dot 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 the dot 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 f dot dot dot, and then that that open mouth emoji going just like shock and awe. Yeah, and I told you to shush because. The thing about this movie, I know, I know, but the thing, the thing about this movie is, the storyline is not so much because the storyline is just very, very vague. You can pretty much sum up the whole entire movie in just like one minute of synopsis. The rest of the movie is just action and a bunch of spoilers. I think this movie is pretty much eighty percent spoiler. 20% 20% is something that you can talk about, but we can't really talk oh. much about it. Well, okay, I, I will give you this. There are some characters where they probably have less than 10 lines in the whole movie. Yeah. And and, and that, I mean, that's kind of a given considering how many big names are in this movie. And even though it's over two and a half hours long, they're not going to have that many lines. They don't have that kind of time unless they just start like you know going back and forth with each other. Yeah, totally uh, agree with that. Yeah, so I, I, the thing is, I think there's more hidden in the story than what was like obvious. They did mm-hmm. drop a lot of hints, and we'll go into that in, uh, during their special. Uh, but I, I, okay, so I went with my friend Juliet. She is, she's seen some of the superhero movies. Oh my god, it, yeah, it, she has to watch all of them for this to make sense. Well, that's the thing though. So I, I, I warned her because I'm like. I like you know this is a kind of a en- encapsul uh, en- encapsulation encapsul I don't know sure Encomp- encompasses <laughs> this <laughs> encompasses pretty much everything that's been building up for the last ten years. Are you sure you want to give it a shot? And she goes, Yeah, it's like you know I'm still gonna I still enjoy movies, and she's a big Hemsworth fan, and she liked chubby Chris Pratt, but she's willing to give uh, fit Chris Pratt a chance. And by the way, a lot of Thor jokes, which I loved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I asked her, I'm like, after the movie, like, how, like, were you able to follow it? She goes, yeah, it was a fun movie. Uh, she threw in some other stuff, but I can't mention it here without being spoilers. But other than that, she loved it. And then I asked her, I'm like, what other movies did this kind of like, like, s- since you've missed out on so many of the superhero movies, out of the characters that you saw on the screen, which one would you kind of want to go back to see their 
origin story or their their solo movies. And of course, she mentioned she wanted to watch all the Thor ones, but then she mentioned she wanted to see uh, Black Panther because she liked. She hasn't seen Black Panther because it's still in theaters, and then she's any free time she has, she goes to Disney. Yeah, but it's still in theater for a reason because it's so popular and they're but the still thing, trying to make money off of but it. But the thing, too, is she was one of those people that thought that Black Panther was just popular because it has a lot of black support. No, it's good in general. But I'm people... saying, though, but I'm saying though, that was her thing. She thought it was just being hyped up and it was being supported oh. because it's so pro, like, the black community. So she's kind of like, okay, so it's like the Black Panther is actually a legit character. So she mm-hmm. liked him. And see the Thor, Black Panther, and she kind of liked uh, Spider-Man's uh, like smart assness. She hasn't seen the new Spider-Man. Yeah, Homecoming. I told she you she hasn't seen it. I to- why are you surprised? I just told you she's missed the majority of like this. Or oh my god, the I think, heck it! I think the- I wouldn't even let her watch it unless she watched all the other ones. Oh my god! But the thing is, she- <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, I think like the last one she saw in theaters was. Uh, Age of Ultron, which was what two years ago, three years ago, mm-hmm. yeah. So, like, I mean, it's good. Like somebody that was that out of the superhero movie scene still enjoyed the the, the movie and was able to follow the storyline. Granted, yeah. look, granted, kind of like what you said, it's not that complex of a storyline, but still, yeah, true. All right, so would you recommend people to watch all of the old ones before they watch this one, or do you think uh, it's better for them to? Just uh, watch this and just go back and watch whatever they want to watch. Like how Juliet did it. Uh, I think if you've seen all the other movies, you'll love this one. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you haven't seen it, I think this would be a good enough storyline for you to kind of sample. It's a, it's a sampler of the superheroes. I think all the superheroes are able to show their personality the way they've, they've established themselves previously. Yeah. So it's a good sampler, and then yeah, just go, kind of fall back. Like if you one one character interests you, go back and check them out. Yeah, I disagree, but we'll explain it in spoilers. All right, all right, Anton. If people want to support our non-spoiler stuff, how can I do that? They can do that by going to our website at www.the2oc.com, and they can purchase anything that we have on our show notes, or click on the Amazon banner to. Give us a little kickback when they purchase something. And also, they can all... Um, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> they can also buy stickers and t-shirts on our web store. By the way, can we change the name of our banner to Bruce? Or can we name our banner Bruce? Why is that? Bruce Banner. Bruce. The Hulk. Why? The Hulk. <laughs> well, is, he gonna, is it going to get angry or something? Uh, there's performance issues uh our our banner does have performance issues occasionally (laughs) yeah it's weird i think it's an amazon thing probably all right and if you want to reach out to us on social media you can do that at the 2oc on twitter facebook and instagram if our banner's down for whatever reason you can email us to mail at the 2oc.com and don't forget don't forget to give us a thumbs up five stars whatever the hell the rating system is on your uh, app that you're listening to us on. Anton, am I missing anything? Nope, that's it. All right, for the 2OC, I'm Al Flores. Now I'm Anton Duong. Peace out. Later.